You are listening to the GTT podcast from the Canadian Council of the Blind. Okay, so um, good afternoon, Canada. Uh, good afternoon, everyone over there. Uh, as you uh, may already have heard from Kim, my name is Oren McAllister. I'm the client uh, engagement officer at Navilens here in Spain. So it's good evening from Spain uh, at this particular moment in time. So uh, thank you. Um, I just want to say thank you so much uh, for inviting me here today to give me this opportunity to talk to you all and tell you a little bit more about Navilens, um, who we are, what we do, where we came from. Um, I want to talk a little bit about some of our current use cases, just to give you an idea of how Navilens is being used at the moment. And uh, and then I also want to talk to you about how we can provide you with some assistance for some personal use of Navilens codes um, in and around your own home and some exciting new features as well, which I will be uh, very happy to tell you about. Um, but before I begin, I thought it would be nice just to tell you a little bit about myself so you understand sort of where I'm coming from, why this means so much to me. So my name is Oren McAllister. Um, I'm actually originally from Northern Ireland, uh, but I currently live here in uh, in Valencia in Spain. Um, our head office is located in, in Murcia, which is about three hours down, down south, um, as we say. Um, <clears throat> and... Navilens is not for me. It's not just. A, it's not just a job. I mean, it's it's um, it's more of an opportunity. It's a, it's a change of life. Um, my particular association um, with visual impairment. It's it's not direct from me, but it's uh, it's with my my parents and my father in particular. My father uh, was a construction worker uh, throughout all of his youth and a farmer also. So as you can imagine, not someone who sort of sat around, um, didn't really do that much. He was always on the go, always finding things to do. He would get up, go to work at 6 a.m. in the morning. Um, then he would arrive back at five o'clock for a bit of dinner and then straight onto the farm. And even on his days off, he, he wouldn't sit around. He would want to go out in the car and drive us around uh I don't know, looking over hedges into farmers' fields, talking about their 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 livestock, what they were growing, and and looking into other people's uh, gardens and talking about these things. So he was someone who was always um, always going, a, a very um, visual person as well. So later on in life, um, unbeknownst to uh, our, us, uh, the rest of the family. Um, my father started to to lose his sight. This was because of uh, age related um, degenerative uh, macular degeneration. Sorry, and being a very proud man, he didn't really say anything. He just got on with things, went out to work, and you know it, it took a few falls, uh, some quite dangerous falls, before he eventually um, admitted it to us that uh, he, he he couldn't really see very well. So. Obviously, we got him into the, the doctor and the doctor sent him off for a lot of tests. And sort of by the time that we had got to that stage, um, the, the degeneration had advanced quite, um, quite dramatically. Now, he has been lucky enough to have had operations on his, his eyes uh, to sort of um, stall the progress somewhat. Um, but he is now uh, unfortunately registered, registered as blind. Um, I know that he can see certain certain shapes and 
Um, and unfortunately, uh, he's registered deaf as well, but I know he, he can hear certain sounds. I sometimes think that maybe he only hears what he wants to hear sometimes. So, um, But I wanted to explain that had my father had this opportunity, I mean, he's at a stage now where he's become quite reliant on, on the rest of my brothers and sisters. We're, we're six and quite a big family um, and is quite content to do so. But I know that maybe if we had had some time or maybe if he had had this kind of an opportunity that perhaps he could have retained a little bit more of his independence and and uh, not not felt the way that he he now currently currently feels um so that's my father's story my my mother sadly as well uh well this is more because of a, a, a she has a, a benign tumor in her in her brain and it has caused her to have uh, tunnel vision so anything out of whatever is directly in front of her is uh, is unseen to her. Um, so that's how I've been personally affected. And I, I, I want you to understand that for those reasons, this is more important to me. It's not just a job. It's about hoping to help people to find that independence again. So... I will stop uh, babbling on. Um, I'm going to tell you, as I say, a little bit more about NaviLens. I'll continue with my usual um, talk, um, and I am more than happy to clarify anything towards the end of the of the uh, presentation or the the, the talk, um, and answer any of your questions. So, without further ado, let me tell you a little bit about NaviLens, empowering the visually impaired. Uh, so as I say, I am uh, the client engagement officer at NaviLens. One of my main responsibilities is to work directly with the users of the app, to speak with them about how we can help them to get feedback back from them. Um, we have a, a wonderful uh, group on I.O. And uh, we do actually have uh, quite a few uh, of uh, your fellow Canadians uh, in the group uh, who are out there fighting uh, to get NaviLens more known, more, more awareness of NaviLens um, in and around Canada. Uh, but I'll talk to you a little bit more about that in a while. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to talk, uh, give you a brief introduction to the NaviLens technology, where it came from, why it's here, and how it was developed. Um, I'll talk a little bit about validation from certain organizations and particular users um, of the, the NaviLens uh, technology. And um, then I'll talk about certain current use cases, as I said before. So we have eight examples of those that I want to talk to you a little about. Then I want to talk to you about the free NaviLens codes for domestic use. So this is a set of free codes to be used in and around the home. Um, there is one exciting new addition to that, which I will tell you about a little bit later. I also want to talk to you about the free NaviLens kit for associations and schools. Um, I'll explain that more a little bit further and then um, finish up the presentation. Um, hopefully I won't keep you all here too long, um, but I will I will do my best to make sure everything is, is talked about as clearly as possible. So NaviLens, where did this idea come from? What is NaviLens? So NaviLens is a new smart technology. It's a new smart code. Um, the whole idea came basically from um, a problem, an idea, an issue that was seen. And the problem was, that the visually impaired are not completely independent in unfamiliar areas. Why? Because it's difficult to read and follow the traditional signage indications well. 
This happens in many, many, many places. Um, to name a few, train stations, public buildings, malls, hospitals, hotels, schools, uh, supermarkets. Um, the, the list is endless, um, as I'm sure many of you are aware. So the idea initially was, well, why don't we put something onto the signage that is already in each of these locations and use the mobile phone camera to read the signage? So the first thought was, well, okay, we want to solve the, the, the problem. Um, we're not necessarily looking for a brand new solution. So many options were looked at, like barcodes, and then the QR code, which of course has come into um, quite the fashion over the past few years. Um, I know that prior to the, the pandemic, I, I, I had seen QR codes. I knew that they were there to provide information. Um, but I hadn't seen them being used in so many locations and situations in bars and restaurants, um, all kinds of places to gain that information. So QR codes were the initial thought. Why don't we add a QR code? The only issue here is that QR codes don't really work with this particular necessity. Why? Because it's not possible to read a QR code from far away. To get the information from a QR code, you need to be close, you need to know where it is, you need to frame the code before the information will come onto your mobile phone. So, between a startup company called Neosystec and uh, the University of Alicante, they spent five years of intense research and development between 2012 and 2015, trying to figure out the, the best type of QR code or something similar that could be easily scannable for the visually impaired, something that could be scanned from a distance at certain angles. And that is what uh, they found in the end is the NaviLens code, which is a scannable code up to 20, 30 meters, all depending on the size of the, the particular code itself. And in only 0.03 seconds, and the beauty of it is that you do not need to focus in on the code. The camera itself can detect this code without having to, um, to uh, oh, I, the Spanish word is coming out, um, acercar, to, to get close to the code itself. So the Navilens code was developed. Let me tell you a little bit more about that now. Now, there are some unique values to the Navilens code. The first one is the distance, of course. <clears throat> Being able to detect the code from up to 30 meters away is something that a QR code cannot do or any of the other codes cannot do. So I know that on my local bus stop, um, in fact, here in Valencia, they've put the NaviLens codes on all of the bus stops uh, here in Valencia. It's about a 15 centimeter code. And when I walk down the street, I can't help myself but bring out my phone, open my app, and see how close I need to get to the code. And it's in and around the 20 meter mark. So about 60 feet away, which is something quite, I, I feel quite impressive. Another of our unique features is the angle of the, of the reading. The NaviLens code can be read at a 160 degree angle. So plus or minus 80 degrees, obviously the, more at an angle that you are from the code, the cl slightly closer you need to be to the code. But it's so unique that you don't need to be directly in front of this code, that it can be scanned so easily. If you're standing off to the side, you just bring out your mobile phone or have your mobile phone hanging for, on, a, on a, 
a cord around your neck or in a pouch. And by moving yourself or the phone itself, the code is so easily detectable. So a brief overview again of the NaviLens code, distant reading capabilities of more than 12 times farther than QR and barcodes. Again, the distance all depends on the size. As I say, my local 15 centimeter uh, code can be read at up to 15, 20 meters. So it's quite an impressive. A wide angle reading of up to 160 degrees, ultra fast reading capability in 0.03 seconds. It can be read in all light conditions, dark and bright, um, high density codification, ultra accurate, accurate distance information, which we will talk about in a moment, and uh, no focusing is required. You just have your phone and let the camera do the work, okay, the smartphone. Obviously. So let's talk a little bit about um, where we have used, where we started using NaviLens. How do we, um, how do we see if it worked? So back in 2017, at a trade show in Madrid um, called the Tifluinova uh, trade show, um, the ONFE, which is the National Association of the Blind here in Spain, uh, wanted to see if NaviLens codes would work. And they brought it to this trade show. Um, basically, what they did was they put the NaviLens code, about a 15 centimeter code, next to the names of each of the independent stalls, the installations at the trade show, and place the information of that particular product. And maybe it was a mobile phone company, uh, it could have been a, a supermarket company, information coming from all kinds of backgrounds, but particularly technology, um, because I know that that is one of the ways forward. And um, that was it. And a group of users were uh, asked to come, a group of uh, visually impaired people were asked to come and test out the codes. And the feedback was amazing. For many of these uh, uh, of these um, users, it was the first time that they had that complete independence. They weren't relying on people telling them what this particular stand or stall was. Um, what the information was to be gained there, how far away it was from where they were. So the feedback was great. People just said it was amazing. They they just couldn't believe this new uh, this new way of of um, doing something so so every day, just navigating um, around an unfamiliar location or situation. Um, <clears throat> Onfe themselves have put the Navilens code on their front door and in their buildings, um, so on the in Spain, the RNIB headquarters in London also used the NaviLens code as a, a welcome. Uh, the Icelandic Association of the Visually Impaired in Iceland, the Lighthouse Guild in New York, to name but a few. Um, so it 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 has been validated by these organizations, which makes it so special for us that if they validate it, then it works. Even the MIT, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, wrote a review about the, the NaviLens codes and talked about how amazing it was that these colorful stickers are helping blind and visually impaired people find their way around. I mean, that was back in 2017, 2019, sorry, that article was written. And we've come a long way since. Um, NaviLens is constantly working at improving, improving, improving. And this is something that I don't think we will ever stop doing. And that's one of the reasons my job is so important, because I speak with the people who need and use this app. And when they give me feedback about how it's needed and how it could be improved, 
all that feedback goes back to the drawing board and we start working at how do we make things better. So let me tell you quickly, because again, I am, I do like to talk, the, the, the Irish do like to talk. So I'm going to talk about some of our current use cases and explaining how it works in each of these situations. The first one I want to talk about is the outdoors bus stops, solving the last few meters wayfinding problem. So most people will use some sort of form of GPS to get to where they, they need to go. Being from Ireland, living in Spain, that is vital for me, and I am a sighted person. But what I do know is that that function, the GPS system, will get me to more or less the general area of where I need to go. Just the other day, I needed to go to, the, to a, a particular office, and I was sort of left <laughs> 20 to 30 meters in a location, not knowing exactly where this particular place was. But again, I had the ability to look around, to walk around. I had that freedom. But for visually impaired people, how can we modify that? How can we improve on that? So once you get to the general vicinity, it's a simple case of opening the NaviLens code, uh, the NaviLens app, I, I beg your pardon, and um, letting the camera do the work. So when you get to the general location, just by scanning around, the camera, in theory, should detect that particular code. In this case, what happened was in Barcelona, um, they wanted to check out the system. And on each of the bus stops around uh, the city of Barcelona, they decided to place the NaviLens code onto the bus stop. It was as simple as that. The NaviLens code then would be detected by the camera. It would then give you wayfinding detailed uh, instructions on how to arrive to that code. And one of the beautiful things about the code is that once you arrive in the vicinity of the code, automatically the information from that particular bus stop in this case would appear on your phone. So the real-time bus information will come up on your phone telling you what time the next bus is coming, uh, where it's going to, what the number of the bus is, and so on and so forth. So basically, just by putting that NaviLens code on that bus stop, it makes the bus stop visible. Now, the NaviLens app is called NaviLens. We also have a NaviLens Go app, which is an app that's used for sighted users. <clears throat> so it makes it a universal and completely inclusive uh, technological system uh, that not only... It, it, it's important for us to make sure that sighted people have access to this information as well, because without full inclusion, we cannot say that we are a fully inclusive uh, technology. The NaviLens Go app would provide the information, um, visual information, and the NaviLens app provides audible information. So in this case, a 12-inch uh, 30 centimeter vinyl code was readable up to or a little bit more than 30 meters away. So it, it, it's as it's as amazing as that. And sorry, I don't mean to blow my own horn in this, but I just I'm still amazed by how this technology works. And so the phone will detect the code and it will direct you exactly to that location. What is also considered are the different angles that people can approach the bus stop. So it is put in different locations in order that anyone arriving there should be able to detect the code without any need for, for getting any closer to that particular bus stop. 
As I mentioned before, NaviLens is available for uh, both visually impaired and for uh, sighted people, people um, who have vision. Um, this is why it's a universal signage for everyone, okay? So the information will be given as audible information uh, for the blind and visually impaired, and then real-time at a glance for everyone. The real-time information will be provided to you. And it's as simple as that, by adding the NaviLens code. And it's 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 not the ugliest thing in the world. It's quite a bright, colorful five by five matrix of the colors black, yellow, cyan, and magenta. Um, these colors were chosen specifically because they are the furthest colors from each other on the spectrum. So it provides a more detailed um, uh, connection to the mobile phone. And in many locations, they have different sized requirements. The Navilance codes can be produced in any size that is required so that it is easily just added to that particular signage that is already there. Okay. What we can also provide as well uh, is augmented reality um, wayfinding. So <clears throat> using a series of codes, and I'll talk about this a little bit more in a moment, using a series of codes, uh, uh, directions can be, or you, you basically can choose your destination and the codes will direct you right through any particular location. It will help you to get to the exact place that you want to get to. One of the other amazing things about NaviLens um, is that we are also available in 35 languages. So whatever the language setting is on your mobile phone, the information will come to you in that language both audible and uh, readable information, okay? So for example, <clears throat> if you were to come here to Spain and you were to go to the local bus stop, the information would come out to you in, I suppose it would be English or possibly French. Um, I, it would depend on, on which part of Canada, of course, that you come from. We had a visitor who came here. She's a, a, an Quite a, a famous person from the UK who is who is blind. Um, she's she's fully blind, and she is a big fan of NaviLens, and she just found it amazing that she was here in Valencia, and every code that she scanned, all the information was coming out in in English for her. Um, and one of the miraculous things was at a particular bus stop, the real time information was not coming up on the board, but yet it came up on the NaviLens app. So she made a big deal about this, the fact that using NaviLens, you will get guaranteed information. And again, just repeat the information in your language. So let's talk a little bit about inside the vehicle. So inside trains, inside buses. Um, <clears throat> if you are traveling or if you are also traveling in your own country or if you're going to another country, if you have information on the buses giving you vital information, um, it's not accessible uh, for the visually impaired. The information is written, it's on stickers. So how do we make the information visible? We add the NaviLens code, which contains that same information. So this particular example that I normally use is on a, it's on a bus in, in Berlin, and all the information is in German. I can just about speak Spanish, barely, uh, but the idea of, of trying to learn a, a completely new language just to go visiting somewhere is, is uh, mind-boggling to me. So the great thing about this code is that information will be given to me in English, 
um, because that is the setting of my of my phone. Um, and again, this information is provided to both the visually impaired in their own uh, language and also to sighted users. This is particularly important because, as we know, over the last few years, there are there is signage everywhere indicating um, recommendations regarding uh, COVID, uh, the coronavirus, uh, where you need to wear a mask, where you don't, where um, uh, hand sanitizer is located. Uh, so this information is quite vital. Okay, and again, just to repeat in thirty five different languages. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about indoor navigation. So how do you navigate without any GPS signal? So it's as easy as adding the NaviLens code on the current signage. It will provide the same information that is provided to all other users of any indoor transport system. So subway systems, um, uh, airport uh, transfer tunnels, uh, trains, okay? So it makes the traditional signage accessible for visually impaired people. Barcelona tested this technology, not only on their bus system, but also on their metro system. Uh, they tested it with a, a panel of 20 blind users. And at the end of it, they got an 88% feedback that uh, they were in total favor of extending NaviLens to more locations on the network. Whereas only 12, the remaining 12% declared themselves very much in favor. So an all round positive feedback there. And now uh, in Barcelona, it, uh, the Navilens code is implemented on 100% of their uh, transport network, which is 159 subway stops and 2,400 bus stops. I know also here in Valencia, we have the Navilens codes now on all bus stops. And next year, they're going to implement it into our metro system. One of the additional, um, as I mentioned before, augmented reality. So it is very possible within these underground systems using a series of codes, you can get to the destination that you require by following the instructions on the phone. And again, this is, this is um, available to both visually impaired users and sighted users. Uh, this is being used currently uh, in Brooklyn, New York, in the J Street Metro Tech Station where they have created um, audible, uh, complete, completely accessible access uh, at this particular station, including augmented reality navigation. And what you can do is basically you go into the app and it can be in the NaviLens Go or the NaviLens app and you choose Go To. And you can select, for example, um, JFK Airport. And from that location, you will be directed via each of the signs on where you need to go in order to get to that particular location. They even have information telling you about the uh, status of the elevators, uh, if they're functioning and how to get to where, where you want to go. So it's great. And even if you do go off track, the NaviLens app will bring you back to where you need to be going. Okay. Okay. Just skipping through. Um, so not only is it being used in uh, Brooklyn, uh, it's also being used in Union Station in Los Angeles, uh, where they have a very similar situation set up, real-time information and also wayfinding information with it. So this is something we're working on and we want to become something more universal. And we, we want more local authorities to start understanding the benefits of 
of using navilence on the transport systems, not only um, outdoors, but also indoors as well. And now many of the bus systems are actually placing the navilence code on the bus itself. So when the bus arrives, you can make sure that, yes, that is indeed the correct bus that you're getting on to. Um, another one of our uh, uh, uses is on tactile paving in train stations. So tactile paving is present in very many uh, transit facilities around the world. But the, the, there, there is a slight problem. <clears throat> when you get to that particular tactile paving, when you arrive to that junction, how do you know where to go? Do you need to turn left, turn right, go straight ahead or, or go back? So in the Atocha station in Madrid, um, they have implemented the, the tactile paving vinyl code. So it's a vinyl code that goes over the tactile paving themselves. And depending on which direction you approach the tactile paving and in which you approach the code, it will give you specific information relating to where you need to go. So when you arrive, for example, to one junction and uh, you arrive from, let's say, from the right hand side, so you arrive there and it will then tell you straight ahead to platform 10, uh, turn right for platform 11, turn left for uh, information desk. But if you approach that same code from the left, it will then tell you that platform 11 is to your left, straight ahead for platforms 1 to 9, or turn right for information desk. So it's an amazing uh, setup that these codes can be programmed to give you the correct information from whatever angle that you're coming from. And these are for the floor tiles. Um, this obviously wouldn't work on, on the vertical uh, signs, but it works amazingly well and has been trialed, tested, um, and all the users have found it incredibly helpful um, and incredibly useful. And again, it's just as easy as adding a vinyl Navilens code over the tactile paving. Um, many printing companies now create these, uh, these uh, printouts uh, in vinyl that work with the local tactile paving uh, system. Now I want to talk to you a little bit about our accessible packaging. So this is something that's kind of growing um, uh, for us, um, but it all came from, an, uh, basically the problem was nine in 10 blind or partially sighted people said they have difficulty reading information on packaging. So we're not only talking about how big the packaging might be, but possibly dietary requirements, allergies, um, other useful and important information that can be provided by the particular product. So in 2020, for World Sight Day, um, Kellogg's wanted to place the Navilens code on the first product ever to contain the Navilens code. And this was Cocoa Pops. Not a big fan. I prefer a Special K or something a little bit less sweet. But they wanted to place it on there to to celebrate World Sight Day. And this was on the 8th of October, 2020. So they put the Navilens code on the box and they also uh, placed the information in Braille. And basically this code provided all the information that was required. And this created such a stir and, and they, they got such great feedback on this that Kellogg's then decided to roll this out across 
all of its products in uh, the Kellogg's cereals range. Um, this happens to be the case now in Europe and the United Kingdom. Um, I know that in the US, they have started with the Kellogg's Corn Flakes. We're hoping that's going to expand. And we're really hoping that that will then now take off in more countries and hopefully make its way uh, up to Canada as soon as possible. So again, it's as easy as going into the supermarket, opening your uh, NaviLens app, and the, the information will, will be given to you immediately. But not only information, you will also be directed straight to the packaging. Now, what some people might say is, okay, but Kellogg's have about 15 different products in their range. How do we detect the one that we want if we're getting NaviLens codes from, from so many products? In the NaviLens app, there is a filter uh, feature. So you can type in cornflakes, um, Special K, or Cocoa Pops, if you really uh, fancy that. And you will then be directed exactly to the, the Cocoa Pops on the shelf, uh, to within one centimeter. And when you get it, the information will automatically appear, what size the box is, and all the extra information that is important. Um, other companies have now started to get on board, Procter & Gamble, who um, are a, a huge manufacturer of many, many, many different products, including uh, shampoo, conditioners, and also cleaning products. They've also um, started placing the Navilens codes on some of their products. Uh, one is Pantene in particular, but again, this is something that's happening in uh, the United Kingdom at the moment, I believe. And uh, but that's rolling out into Europe, and again, it's a it's kind of a, a rolling stone effect. We're hoping to kind of uh, gather speed rather than than any moss as we go along. Um, yes, they're putting it on bold aerial, lots of detergents, things um, that that we that they believe are quite important for uh, visually impaired users to be able to identify and access um, at home. Um, one of my sort of favorites, uh, well, two of my favorites at the moment is um, Aunt Bessie's, which is a company that that make um, roast potatoes and Yorkshire puddings, um, for anybody who knows what that is. Um, and they've placed it on their packaging also. And the most recent actually is Coca-Cola UK has placed the NaviLens codes on their Christmas packs of uh, Coca-Cola and Coca-Cola Zero. So very exciting times ahead. We're really hoping that we, as I say, we build up some speed with this and we start um, working on this uh, around the world. Um, one short little usage that I want to tell you about as well, and this is particularly happening in Murcia, but not to say that it can't be extremely useful in, in other parts of the world. But in Murcia, they've actually placed the NaviLens codes on all of their street signs. So anybody, including tourists, but mostly for visually impaired people, can identify the road that they're on. And it's not just about giving the road information. What they've also done is particular places of interest, they have attached extra information, including videos and uh, background information as to why a particular street might be famous um, or to give particular points of interest in that location. So again, the NaviLens codes can contain all kinds of wonderful information. Um, another very important uh, project that we're working on at the moment is making intersections accessible. Okay, and this is something that that we're working on quite uh, a bit, and it's something we we find very important because not all intersections are the same. It's not just a straight uh, crossing of the road. Not all lights work the same. Not all indicators work the same. Not all uh, 
noise indicators uh, function. Uh, not all places have them. So it's something that we are we are working on certain countries. I know in Belgium at the moment, uh, they've placed navilence codes at certain intersections to ensure that um, uh, the users of the app get that real-time information of when they can cross the road. Another little project we're working on, okay, and Javier Pita, who is the CEO of the company, wants this to be his gift to the world. And this is to create a system for difficult crossings. So crossings that are not straight. Perhaps there's an island in the middle. Or I know that in Ireland, we have many very strange little crossings that you have to go at an angle into an island. And then there are maybe two or three other exits. So they're working on creating uh, uh, an intersection crossing system uh, using tactile paving at each of the entrances uh, or so from each sides of the road into the island or from one side of the road to the other, uh, providing exact information on how to get from one place to the other. So watch this space, very exciting uh, thing to come. And one last thing, and this is just another example, is making museums, uh, make it, let's make culture more accessible uh, for the visually impaired. The Archaeological Museum in Murcia has installed the Navilens codes in their museum. Now, their museum is quite well known in Spain for being a very tactile museum. You can touch the, the exhibits the, and the exhibitions. You can touch them, you can experience them in that way. So something that's actually quite a wonderful um, addition and experience, I, I hope, for, for many um, low vision visitors. And these codes provide information to tell you if the particular exhibit is tactile, where it is, what it um, is about, and also the uh, include um, videos uh, for sign language uh, for for deaf visitors um, to give additional information. And there's also a, a mountain of information that they, they provide uh, on the app within the museum. Those videos, information, there's also pictograms as well. Um, we take into consider everything and just one single code can provide all of this information. Okay, um, I know I'm talking a lot, so I'm going to talk to you now about probably one of the most important things, and that's the Navilens personal codes. Um, this is a free kit that can be accessed within the app. You go into the app, you go into settings, and you request the codes. Um, those codes will then be emailed to you, ready and ready for printing. Now they are they are placed onto the print the PDF sheets in a way that when they are printed, um, it's a simple case of folding the page in half and tearing along the line and folding it again. It depends on the number of codes. You have one printout, one PDF with one single code. Then you have one PDF with four codes. So you fold it in half, tear it, fold it in half again. Then you have 16 codes. And again, it's folding in half, folding in half, folding in half, tearing and one with 64 codes, smaller codes. Um, so they've been designed in a way that rather than having to use scissors or a sharp knife uh, to separate the codes, it's a simple case of folding and, and tearing the paper, paper along the, the, the guided line. This is important because it is always important to maintain the white border that goes around the codes. So these codes can be used for anything you want to in your home. If you want to, place it on frozen products in the 
obviously in the freezer. <laughs> if you want to place it on that so you can easily identify them. Uh, items in your fridge and you can place um, extra information. You program these codes yourself to contain whatever information that you want. And you can place um, expiry dates on these codes, any information that you like. Uh, put them in your cupboards. One of our uh, users actually has put one on her remote control because she says her husband is always putting it in the wrong place. So she then goes to locate the uh, to locate the the remote control. So it can be used in so many ways. Now, as these codes are programmed into your phone, the information is only available in your particular phone. That is to say, you can share this information with up to five friends and family members through the family and friends uh, option in the app. So once you have the tags placed and all the information uh, loaded, all the information is then uh, backed up and you can share it with anyone who wishes to have access to that information also, okay? So the codes are received by email and there's actually videos online, um, useful detailed videos that can give um, visual and also uh, audible instructions on how best to separate the codes. And again, you can add as much information as you like, giving personal annotations, um, programming the codes within your own phone. One of our, this is the new thing that uh, has come out very, very recently. We have now created a personal 360 degree wayfinding code. This is one single code, and this is free for any of the users of, of NaviLens. This is a code that can be used to program routes within your home, within your office, within uh, any particular location. You can program as many routes as you want. So you place this one code in a central location, it could be the entrance, the front door. And from that code, you then start recording your routes to different places. So in one case, it can be from the front door to the kitchen or from the front door to um, the garden shed. And by, obviously this may require some assistance or possibly not, but by using um, the app, you create the route to there and then you name it. So it would be garden shed or kitchen. And anytime anyone wishes to have that wayfinding access, the directional instructions to those locations, they basically scan the, the code um, and the options will become available. You choose where you want to go and the, the NaviLens uh, app will direct you to that location and tell you when you have arrived. It's something very exciting. Um, I was practicing it today myself at home and I, I just think it's it's such a, a great feature and I, I hope that many of you will be able to get the chance to, to use that. One of our other uh, features is our NaviLens free kits, and this is for associations and schools. So for visually impaired associations and schools, and this is a set of pre-programmed codes that can be ordered on the NaviLens website at free.navilens.com. Um, you go in, you put in your name, your email address, and you choose if you want the school codes or the um, associations codes, and in what language, and you can also upload a logo uh, of your uh, association, school, or company. And you will then receive uh, more than 100, I think it is, pre-programmed codes, 
which will provide information which provides um, signage for common locations and objects that are found in these uh, particular uh, facilities. So, for example, uh, women's bathroom, men's bathroom, accessible bathroom, electrical outlets, elevator, uh, water dispenser, hand sanitizer, uh, room one, two, three, four, five. Um, it's these common uh, areas and always worth checking out. So hopefully, Kim, I don't know if you've had a chance to use those, but uh, we would love it if you uh, gave them a, a, a try and, and let us know what you think. Um, we'd love to, to hear back from you. Um, they're just really, really useful codes. Now, although the code information cannot be changed, you can add annotations to the code. So you can add little notes to the code. So for example, if it's a bathroom with a sliding door, you can say men's bathroom, sliding door left to right. Um, or you can add additional information, whatever information you wish to add in the annotations um, to, to make the, the codes more accessible. Um, this is these are being used in many, many, many locations and is creating a more accessible uh, environment for for all all these people. Um, and that's basically it. Our uh, well, not really basically. So we have our personal codes, the pre-recorded codes for associations and schools. And then there is the professional account. This is a, a more tailored experience for organizations that wish to create codes specific to their own wayfinding, their own locations, their own products, um, everything like this. It's a paid account that they, they receive a license for the codes. Um, we do offer special offers for um, nonprofit organizations and even more special offers for nonprofit organizations that work with visually impaired and, and blind people. Um, so if you are aware of anyone, please, I would love for them to get in touch with me and uh, I would love to talk more with anyone who would like me to rattle on so much um, about NaviLens. Um, I think I've covered more or less everything. Um, our new feature or one of our, our sort of newer features is very similar to the 360 vision at home is that we can also provide 360 vision within uh, large office spaces for everyone. So these this is a feature on the, the particular app that can help you to uh, maneuver around um, tricky situations where there might be um, a lot of desks. You can put the NaviLens codes at each turning point and the, the NaviLens app will uh, direct you through and give you um, guidance to each of these particular destinations, wherever you wish to go to. I am 100% sure I have missed something. I hope I've kind of given a, a more uh, a, a quite um, overall view of NaviLens. Um, I am very open to questions. Um, any particular questions, please feel free to email me at info at NaviLens, N-A-V-I-L-E-N-S dot com. Um, I am more than happy to help and answer any particular questions that you might have. Thank you so much, Oren. What an, what an amazingly versatile system that is. I just want to thank you so much for your passion about NaviLens and for all of the things that it does. And I can just imagine sky's the limit for the things. And I know that there are people on this call who use the personal tags and are really were one of the main reasons. Thank you to Tracy and to Teresa and people who brought that to my attention um, 
about the Navilent codes that they're using, and I'm excited to use them as well. Thank you for listening to the GTT podcast from the Canadian Council of the Blind. There are many ways to get in touch with us. You can call us toll-free at 1-877-304-0968. You can follow our GTT blog at gttprogram.blog. If you'd like to subscribe to our email support list, you can send a blank email to gttsupport plus sign subscribe at groups.io. And you can follow the Canadian Council of the Blind on the web at ccbnational.net.